the Smash Bros. Cast, Episode 7. I'm your host, N64 Josh. My co-host and sparring partner is Nightcrawler. What's up, man? What's up? How's it going? It is going good. It is going good. The show's a little late this week, but you know what? It's all right. It's all we're right. Here. Life, life's, life's been crazy, and we're still, we're still just, we're still just figuring this thing out. We're figuring this thing out. So, we're doing it live. Twitch.tv slash N64Josh. I think Thursday nights are going to finally be the night we start doing this. It's going to be late though, folks. So if you want to watch it live, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be late, like nine, ten o'clock on Thursday <laughs> nights. Pacific time, so late for you, uh, you folks in the East Coast. But you can catch the YouTube videos on my YouTube channel, or you can watch and or listen n64josh.com slash sbc7 is where you'll find the show notes for this one. Remember, every episode, I'm going to have links to any articles that we mention. There will be links to uh, any tournaments that we happen to watch this last week. Also, there will be links to the characters that we are highlighting so that you can uh, you can check out some of the some of the tips from some of the best YouTube videos out there on the individual characters. So uh, before we get started, I kind of want to introduce Nightcrawler a little bit and find out a little bit just about you and and your history with smash and, and how long you've been playing. Like yeah. I said, he's been my sparring partner for the last month. Basically. Um, there's the, uh, I should be in bed, but we're gonna play smash <laughs> we're going until one thirty in the morning. Yeah. We'll, we'll play smash for a half hour. Let's just do a half hour practice hour and a half later. One, one yeah. more match. Let's do a random. In fact, let's talk about that random before, before we go too far, let's talk about our last random uh, match. Yeah, We had a, we had a throwback match. We had Pac-Man versus game and watch. <laughs> one, and, <laughs> and you, I think you have a clip saves, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we had, uh, we had one other, which I got to play as Ike. Who did you play that match? Do you recall? Uh, Ness, no, uh, was it oh, Lucas? Lucas, I think. and so here I am, about to finish this one up. Like this, I got this one in the bag, right? I have almost, I have one stock left, but I have almost, I'm gonna get like maybe twenty percent damage, and he's he keep knocking him off the edge, and I throw Ike's sword up, and I smash down, and I throw it up. And I smash him down and I throw it up and I smash to my death. And we both just died laughing at like 12 at night, one in the morning. We're just cracking up. It was uh, it was an epic way to end the night. And I was taking I was taking considerable tick damage just being off screen as well because I kept coming back for some reason. Yeah, you were way up there. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. But so tell me about your your history with uh, with the game. Does it go back to the 64? It does go back to the 64. So I, I had it on 64. I actually don't even know where that cartridge is right now. And so I need to find it eventually. Hopefully when I, when I go through a house move here, I'll find it or it's maybe buried somewhere at my parents' house. But um, I did play it on the 64 with, with friends, you know, late night, Friday nights, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I did, I did stay away from the, I, I moved over to the Xbox when, when GameCube came out. So I didn't really get to experience Melee in its full glory. But when I did get a Wii, that was one of the, the three GameCube titles that I was sure to pick up. I picked up Double Dash and, 
and melee and and made sure to check those those two titles out specifically so um got to play it a little bit that way but uh didn't didn't necessarily experience it how you did fighting all those uh all the wiremen trying to unlock sonic or was it sonic let's not talk about it anymore <laughs> yeah it was sonic um, it was sonic but yeah so uh but picked up picked up brawl um that wasn't I, I didn't spend a ton of time playing playing smash because i was busy with school and all that kind of stuff at, at that time in my life but uh i definitely when when smash was announced for for wii u um i had to uh make sure i got a wii u so i got that one uh i picked up a wii u around black friday that year that that smash was coming out and and was sure to get smash and went through and unlocked all the characters and Unfortunately, found out that you and I both hadn't unlocked all the stages this last week, so I had to go back and get, well, I think one or two stages I hadn't unlocked on the Wii U, so I did that. But, uh, but yeah, so I've, I've had every, every iteration of the, the franchise and enjoyed it, and it's, it's definitely served different purposes, and I think it's, it's grown from, from what it was at the beginning, where it was, it was a fun hangout with friends, where it wasn't as competitive as, as definitely as the game has become now. Absolutely. Uh, we have a question from chat. Life size Luna. First, hello. Welcome anybody that's hanging out. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, they want to know who was Nightcrawler's main on the 64. Ooh, on the 64. I liked, I liked link, but I enjoyed the challenge of Ness. Um, that, that, that third jump with Ness trying to get his, uh, the PK energy around whatever to knock you up onto the back onto the, the, the stage that was always a challenge, but I felt it was also a little bit easier to control Ness. I think back, back then it's, he's, he's definitely a untamed animal. I feel like in the, the last couple versions of the game. So he's definitely harder to control. For sure. For sure. Who did you find yourself maining on the other titles? Um, so, so melee, I kind of just played casually never really got into it just because I wasn't, playing it a bunch against people. And it was just when I had my Wii um, brawl, I can't even really remember. I know it was just, I think just the, when the roster exploded that much, I think I just jumped around a bunch and that was just kind of a fun way to play with friends um, when I was living in apartments, college years and that kind of stuff. So um, didn't really have a main there, but definitely with, with uh this game we've we've kind of been talking about it and you found your main and i've kind of been bouncing back and forth this last well two weeks ago i think up until about two weeks ago i was kind of bouncing around a little bit but now kind of landed on back and forth between zero suit and and bayo so that's where i've kind of been i see i see yeah it's been uh we've had some we've had some pretty pretty fun matches with you playing bayo and playing uh and playing uh, zero suit it's been it's been a good time did you have anybody that you were able to play this game with a lot or was it more of a single player experience for you uh i mean back back in high school and and, and middle school when well i don't know how how i don't even know how old i was with 64 but um that was always just kind of a casual thing with with friends um at some at somebody's house um and then, I mean, I I do remember going through break the targets, all that kind of stuff on on the master hand uh, story mode on sixty four. Um, but for the most part, all the other games have kind of been a a single player experience or trying to do deal with kind of the brokenness that is 
online play with Nintendo, um, <laughs> especially on the the Wii and and uh, and this this I feel like this game has gotten a little more stable with that, but um, it definitely has its ups and downs. With we had we had some uh, some single digit frame frame games last week. Oh yeah, that was a ton of fun. That was that was a ton of fun getting to see each movement just we, we, well we got to find out what bayo is hitting you with on those those a attacks those tilt attacks um it's all those skulls that are coming at you and you know we didn't really realize that until we got into those single digit frames that's true that's true we were like hey there's a there's a skull life-size luna from the chat saying r.i.p wolf on brawl well, yeah. we're, we're hoping he comes back for yeah. the fingers game, fingers crossed game here. so all right well, cool, man. Let's uh, we're just going to jump right into our 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 smash news. There's nothing there hasn't been any major the uh, no breaking news, nothing major. We had a little bit of fun in with some with a leak that came out that has been uh, confirmed fake. The creator of the leak has even posted how he made the leak, which was pretty cool. It was all done in Blender and uh and it, it looks it, it looks good. It looks it, legit. Yeah, he created the entire stage so that it looked like uh, a smash stage. Like did did a really good job. Recreated one of the levels from arms. And so uh, I do have a link to the video of the making of the video in the show notes. You guys can check it out. The characters that he included was Springman, Decidueye, which I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. It's a Pokemon character, and you know, so <laughs> I apologize. You're, yeah, I, I'm like you. I haven't. Really- played much since yellow so yeah that's all i've played pretty much so uh mario with cappy and then ice climbers and so there's actual video you can see you can see Springman kind of bouncing and and uh and then there's a bunch of screenshots and I mean, the internet ripped this thing apart, right? Like people are, are, are breaking it all down. If you, if you type in smash five leak, the first video that shows up is a video just, just like, Hey, this wouldn't be here. This shouldn't be here. That kind of stuff, you know? So it's, 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 it's letting you know that, yeah, this isn't, this is not, this is not real. And, uh, and sure enough, it was just, it was, it was fake. And it, it really seemed like the guy had some fun with it though. So like, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't get that upset about it. It gives anything that kind of gets people talking and gets them excited. Cool. Had it been, had it been real that, I mean, great. We would have seen spring man, that kind of stuff. That's all kind of what we're hoping for. Some, but. Sometimes even those ideas solidify with the creators that they're on the right path, creating characters and, and maybe, maybe even gives them ideas for stages for DLC or anything else like that. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, early on when Smash was announced, like within a couple days, there was there was somebody that had made a video for or showcasing uh, Labo Man in in Smash, right? Yeah. And he's taking the Joy-Con off his back. He's this little cardboard cutout that's taking the Joy-Con off his back. He's throwing it. He, I mean, it looked like a Smash moveset. I thought uh, I I I thought it was going to be. Uh, I thought I I was like, wow, this is, this is cool. You know? So a, a few years, like I think early on with the, with when the switch came out, there was uh there was smash leaks that were, that ended up being fake for that. Somebody said, you know, that somebody made and uh, you know, some people get real upset about these things. Other people don't seem to mind quite as much, but um, I will say it was cool to see 
Mario with Cappy. We're all kind of hoping. I'm kind of hoping we see that. I, I, because that kind of thing could really refresh the the move set. That kind of just freshen it up a little bit and 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 change it up. And so that would be cool. And to see ice climbers come back, I think is a lot of people want to see that. And then uh, the Pokemon, I'm either here nor there on. But then of course we're gonna. I can't imagine we wouldn't see some arms characters over in the smash like it's just such a such a great fit i don't know what they look like in smash you know what does that look like with the with having a really long reach you know i i don't know yeah i think i'm i'm i think almost some of those long reaches would have to be confined to a final smash or something like that well i wonder too if it would it would almost be like a projectile you know that that's true yeah because i mean yeah i didn't haven't thought about that, but yeah, that's even though it's still connected to their body, it's basically them throwing a projectile. It is still, yeah, it's so. like it's like Samus throwing out her her uh, her charge up shot, or Mario with his fireballs. Right, right. So, so I I think the potential's there. But so speaking of potential characters, we have another question from the chat here. It says, uh, which character does <laughs> Luna calls you nightmares, which is great. Nightcrawler. <laughs> uh, who do you hope to see? in the new smash aside from Waluigi. <laughs> well, I, I'm, that's interesting because we're, we're getting ready to talk about uh, this big article that we just, we just found and we're, we're discussing beforehand. Um, and I think you and I both went through that and we didn't see them mention Waluigi in that article. We haven't gotten all the way through it yet, but where Waluigi would have been mentioned, we didn't, we didn't see him listed in the, that potential character lineup, but, uh, um, Josh and I were discussing earlier about uh, how we'd like to see maybe Paper Mario as a as an iteration on uh, the Mario character. How Link has two different versions with with Toon Link and regular Link. Um, so Paper Mario is one. Um, there was also just talk of going through all of the different uh, just nintendo universes and uh one of the other ones that jumped out to me was some of the characters in uh the donkey kong universe and how dixie kong was potentially rumored i think i don't think it was melee i think it might have been brawl that she was rumored to have maybe been created in there and not not utilized but uh um seeing dixie kong put in or even now with with how uh how popular funky kong is becoming with tropical freeze coming out i think uh we might either see a trophy or maybe even a playable character with, with funky con. Yeah. And I think you were the one that told me was Dixie and, and did he originally going to play like ice climbers? Was that kind of the idea with those two? I think I, in that article we have linked in the show notes, I think I, I, I'd read that that was the original plan for Dixie was to be partnered with Diddy con. Okay. But then Diddy con, I think became more powerful than they were imagining. Right. <laughs> so this article is from Nintendo Kasoyu, and I'm not sure if I said that right, dot com. Um, I do have a link to the article in the notes, so you can check it out. And basically, he just goes one by one through the Nintendo universe and just goes over potential characters to join the roster. This is not a short article. This is like, I- I'm... I'm guessing we're still, not, we're still like, not through it. And we've been, we've been prepping for this for a while now. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a short article, probably, pr- probably three to 4,000 words. I'm guessing like it's, it's, it's a novel, but it's really well written and has good arguments for why some of these characters should be there. And 
some of the characters on the list I thought were very interesting. Simon Belmont being one of them from Castlevania. What did you think when you saw that character? Well, I mean, I think I think any any properties that can bring back nostalgia for for games that you've played on Nintendo and and now it seems like even games that you maybe didn't think were Nintendo with with uh, Crash and and other and I mean even Sonic made it onto Smash. I mean so that that's not the first thing you think of. You think Genesis when you think Sonic. You don't think Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. um, but anything that can bring back nostalgia, playing Castlevania on the NES or or um, I mean just any any of those characters just can they they deserve a spot. I feel like on the roster, and I feel like the Smash roster might be. I think you had talked about earlier in one of your earlier. It, it has the potential to be in the hundreds. I mean, I think we could definitely see a triple digit roster eventually. Oh yeah. There's, there's so many characters they could choose from and depending on how many clones they do and that kind of stuff. But I mean, a character like Simon Belmont, I wonder if it would be cool to see him either like only do like the 16 bit and eight bit models that were from. Yeah. Well, uh, and there's so many weapons too with, with the the whip and then just all the different weapons that you, you acquire through playing Castlevania. I think you can, you can have just such an interesting move set there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The next one's Rayman from Rayman legends. And I've, I don't think I've ever like really played one of these games. So all I know is that like from the pictures I see of this guy, none of his, yeah. uh, body and hands yeah he's just like like a head and some hands and like nothing seems to be connected so i I have no clue what his moveset would look like but this i mean we see this character quite often in in nintendo stuff you know so is that one that you'd be interested in seeing or how do you feel about that i mean i feel like if if they can make the moveset i uh, like you i haven't Rayman, but uh, uh, if they can make the move sets interesting, they made they made Pac Man interesting. So, um, and Game and Watch has plenty of stuff that pops out, and he's able to use. So you never know. Just throwing throwing fish and everything else out of his frying pan, <laughs> frying pan, and, it, and squirting you with poison or right. whatever that whatever that is in the yeah. the gas pump, whatever he's got. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So. The other characters that uh, we saw, one of them was Ryu Hayabusa from the Ninja Gaiden series. Now, obviously, I mean, this is a, this is a, this goes all the way back to the NES mm-hmm. days, right? And then what's interesting is in the article, he references Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge, that was on the Wii U. Kind of a garbage game, unfortunately, that that series has gone downhill, but it's, it's, it really is a bummer because it's, it was so great for the first and second one, but I'd love to see this guy in smash yeah, and again, a lot of, a lot of weapons as well to um, just the different options you have when you're actually playing Ninja Gaiden. I mean, there's, there's so many different, you have the shurikens, you have your, your sword, you have uh, uh, nunchucks, I think. Don't you get to use nunchucks in the dude in the, in the, in the game, yeah. in the games like the uh, just the Ninja Gaiden games, yes, yeah. But then so, he's I mean, also in Dead or Alive, so he's already a fighting character, and so yeah. he's got he's got different moves where he's he's uh, jumping in the air, spinning, and then slamming people down. Like so, they could steal a lot from his moveset, kind of like they did with Ryu from Street Fighter. 
So is that is that Team Ninja that owns that outright? It's uh, I believe it's uh, oh, is it Kawhi Temko or how I don't remember how to say the name exactly, but it's it's the teams that that I believe do the um, the Warrior series like Hyrule Warriors. Kawhi oh, okay. Temko, Temp, I think I think that's who owns the rights. I'm not sure what happened with Team Ninja if they're still a thing or anything after they lost the 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 main guy back after Ninja Gaiden 2. So, um I can't remember his name. He was like the rock star developer though. He always had leather jacket, his leather jacket and sunglasses <laughs> and stuff. So. Well, I mean, and I think uh, you and I have talked about this before, but I think anyone that owns any franchise out there is is i mean look at phil spencer saying that that banjo could be on the table for nintendo i mean everyone wants to bring their franchise to the switch right now if they can if they can get that that character in nintendo's big flagship game this year then then that's just good marketing for them as well yeah for sure for sure so here's a character that i would i would absolutely love to see and it's shovel knight I feel like Shovel Knight has just, which, by the way, I think those guys surpassed two million. I saw, I saw those numbers. Yeah, they have, and it's just been in a lot of part thanks to the the Switch and the DS. I think crazy, crazy. So, I mean, I already have a Shovel Knight amiibo. There's more Shovel Knight amiibo coming out. There's multiple knights that they could pull from. Like, I really feel with Nintendo saying they want to offer games as a service that they could support smash for multiple years with mm-hmm. new stages and characters. And if the, if the price is right, like I feel like they really could knock it out of the park with the, with the roster yeah, ho- in the stage. Hopefully DLC isn't as expensive as it was on the Wii U. Yeah. It was a little, um, it was a little rough. It was a little pricey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the last one that I have on the list that I took from the article, again, the article is massive. So if you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes. Uh, Chibi Robo. And the the picture they grabbed is him swinging a, in like an extension cord above his head. And I really don't know a whole lot about this character. I have his amiibo in my collection. Other than that, I don't really know. I know it looks, I know the, the, the world he like lives in or whatever kind of looks like uh it reminds me of like something you'd see in like honey i shrunk the kids you know where it's just like you're seeing world at a, the world at a much smaller um perspective and so yeah i i don't know a ton about this game so yeah um but i i have looked at the the pictures of him enough just to see that his main source of uh, his weapon is is his extension cable yeah yeah. So who knows? I mean, there's there. The potential is there. The potential is there. So uh, the article also touches on the fact that it's uh, uh, fairly likely that this game uh, initially was going to be a Wii U port and then uh, basically switched over to becoming a brand new switch title. So, and their 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 reasoning behind it seems pretty like justified as well. They kind of go through timetables of of DLC coming out and, and Sakurai taking time off and, and the announcements and kind of just piecing everything together to make a pretty strong argument that it could be a whole lot more. And I, I think going back to what a lot of people have talked about and it's, it is most likely is I think going to be a lot of Wii U assets, but an entirely new game. 
Yeah, I don't I don't think we would see I don't even think from that video where it shows inklings. It shows Breath of the Wild Link. Right. It it just showed Mario. We don't know if he had Cappy on or not. I don't think we could even I don't think we could see the eyes and the silhouette or anything like that. But I think just from that alone shows that that to me, that's kind of the proof that this is not just a port from the Wii U. But we know that a Wii U game can and will run really well. So having those assets available to them to. Uh, I mean, look what they've done with Splatoon. Uh, Splatoon really breaks down. I mean, if you break it down, it's a 1.5, but yeah. they've they've added enough stuff to it. They've continued to support it. And that game now feels like a full-fledged sequel. And so I think, uh, man, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really hoping that it's going to be September. And we, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be, has to be something along, alongside the, uh, the online service. It's going to be how they sell that as well. I'm, so I'm hopeful it'll be sooner, sooner rather than later. And, and I, I'm thinking as well, coming up here, we're, we're, we're what we're, 10 days, 10 days out from, from, uh, or less to, to May. And I think we're definitely going to hear something in May about this, this tournament coming up in at E3. So yeah, we should at least start to see a, like hopefully see a roster of who's invited that kind of stuff. Maybe get, maybe get a little news about the game. I don't know. They may want to, they may want to, they may be playing it just close to the chest right now. We don't, you know, we don't know, but it'd be nice to, it'd be nice to get a little bit of news. Just, just throw us a little bit of a bone. Give us something to talk about. <laughs> so one of the things we did this last week that has honestly been huge in helping me improve my game is we watched a, a weekly tournament and uh, this, this tournament came from source gaming productions. I believe they had uh, the number the the 11th best player in uh in the I, I believe in the world and that was the that was the Luigi player right yes yeah and his his name escapes me off the top of my head but uh he man watching him play Luigi i was just like okay i can uh I can, I can definitely see areas I can improve in. Right. And, and just watching those guys just try to set up their moves and, and, and that mind game that you can see that's happening lightning fast. One, it got me excited to just want to play the game more to like, to like jump in and just, just start playing. But two, as I've been playing and we'll get into this more in the, in the, the weekly practice uh, segment, but it really kind of just helped me feel like I was able to slow down and it helped that the game actually slowed down a little bit too. Right. That also helped. Yeah, that definitely <laughs> did. That did, but actually that, 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 that hindered us a bit, but. for sure. So, but it just, just watching the high level play, you know, I've been trying to tune into more streams and things like that, just to see these, these high level players and, and, and what they do and, and how I can, uh, learn from it and it's it's yeah, been, been very I, helpful. I remember you uh you sh- shot me a clip on uh discord of the zero suit samus player that uh went completely under the the stage right using her moveset to get all the way there and then use the grapple as well it was not, i think we should we should probably include that clip somewhere i think we can probably go back and find that clip yeah but uh 
that was absolutely bonkers to see that happen. Yeah, it was. It it was crazy. It really it was really cool. And I do have a link to the entire tournament. It's a ten hour. <laughs> it's a ten hour tournament. But if you want to catch like the last the last hour, the last That's hour and a half, you'll see the uh you'll see the finals there and it's it's really good stuff. It's 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 pretty awesome. So um recommend checking that out. We'll try to include that link as well. So speaking of zero suit Samus, that is our character spotlight this week. And, uh, nightcrawler here has been, um, has been playing her as well as, as Bayonetta, but we're going to just kind of just go through the, uh, go through the list here on, on some of her, her, her pros and cons and that kind of stuff. I just have a bunch of bullet points. Um, you'll be able to check all of these out again in the show notes. If you want to get a little more familiar with them. The other thing is there is at the bottom of the show notes, there'll be two videos embedded that the, what I thought were the two best videos for uh, playing as Zero Suit Samus. So if you want to step up your game, um, they'll be right there. You can check them out. But basically, uh, without her bulky armor, Zero Suit, Sam- Zero Suit Samus is faster, lighter, and more mobile. And that's definitely the case. From the, the matches we've had, you're, you're kind of bouncing all over the place and uh, able to get to where you need to get to pretty pretty quick. I yep. mean, is that do you, do you definitely notice that? Yeah, especially her. I feel like her dash attack is is a is a good way to close the gap on the on on whatever character you're trying to get there. So it's she just kind of it's kind of almost Captain Falcon esque where she she throws kind of a knee and and dashes forward quite a bit. She has decent recovery, and her plasma whip has the ability to grab the edge, like we saw. Like watching her go from one side of the stage all the way under to the other side. I I had never seen it before and was like, I was freaking out. I was like, this is the, I had to, I had to clip it immediately. It was unreal. It was, it was unreal. And even when I posted it in our discord, a lot of people were like, what? I didn't even think that was possible. <laughs> so pretty, pretty impressive. Um, so with little in the range department, you have to get in close and you have to rely on your speed to get back out. And you find that to be the case too. Kind of a, I mean, yeah, our matches, definitely... we're both trying to get in close. If you can hit me with the whip, yeah. which we'll get into a little later, it gives you a little bit of a range advantage. But other than that, a lot of the attacks are like, you got to be pretty, pretty up close. Yeah. I feel like I have a little bit of, I mean, obviously Mario, I feel like is that's his biggest handicap is, is his range. and it's very short. And so I feel like I can, there were, there were points where you were, you were whiffing when you were trying to hit me and I was, I was, I was able to catch it just on the, the very outskirts of my, my range when I was using her. Um, but yeah, a lot of times I feel like she sets things up either with that paralyzer to just completely immobilize you for a second and then can come in for that kill. But even, even the paralyzer doesn't even, I feel like it has a shorter range than Mario's uh, fireballs as well. So right, right, kind of little little give <laughs> and take there. Um, yep. So yeah, like you mentioned, the paralyzer weapon has the ability to stun. Um, her down smash is an essential part of of her moves. And uh, what what is that down smash? Um, the the down smash is 
trying to think here. Do we have the? Because her, she has a, a meteor uh, smash that's off of her her down special, which is that dodge attack that you can see in the video here that's playing sometimes. Um, but her her down attack, her down smash is escaping me right now. No, it's all good, man. It's all good. If if somebody's playing her, they 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 definitely know what it is. I haven't I haven't touched her other than just like from playing her as random, so I just don't remember. Um, so you're gonna want to utilize her paralyze paralyzer special. Charging it up extends the range, but shoots slower projectiles. Opponents hit by slower projectiles will be stunned for a longer period of time. So. Just talk to me a little bit about the risk and reward with that thing. Like, well, so I, I think the biggest risk and reward with her is um, is her grab. I mean, it it has a, a range, um, but it definitely leaves you open to be to either be counter grabbed or just attacked because it does it it takes quite a while for it to to she, it's it's almost like your whip attack, but it it doesn't attack it it's it's grabbing you and pulling you in so the the same action animation that that it comes with uh doing your whip um is your is your grab so i feel like that's your biggest um just risk reward with that um but otherwise i mean a lot of it is is risking to get in there and and uh you and i were talking about beforehand as well just I feel like a lot of there, she does have a few movesets that are those really strong kill smashes. Mm -hmm. But um, for the most part, I feel like she is, there were plenty of matches you and I were playing that I had you at 160, 170%. And I was still failing to get you all the way off the map. So um, getting those, getting those kills, she is a strong aerial attack character. um, But uh, I'm still working on mastering all that. And that's one of the reasons why I've kind of taken her as my, my second is Bayo is such a strong aerial character as well that I'm working on just mastering all those aerial catches and continuation hits. And her, her up B is definitely one of her strong attacks. Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, hitting with the end of her plasma whip has the most knockback. Um, it uh, uses a keep out tool to control the pace of the match and slow your opponent's approaches. Um, also use it for recovery, uh, set up traps with your stun options while keeping opponents away with the plasma whip and your grapple. So here we go. After a successful grapple down throw into forward or up air to deal some nice damage at low percentage and at higher percentage, it can KO. So that's good to know. That's definitely good to know. Her up tilt has some invincibility at the tips of her feet, um, and this can help with airborne opponents. So, because I know a lot of times you'll throw that whip up at me if I'm yep. if I'm coming down, and like, I I I kick myself every time I fall into that thing because I'm like I know <laughs> and, better. And also another thing I'm working on on trying to understand that whip as well is it does have the ability to pick characters up off of the ground as well. So um, just trying to understand that range and where, where that, that catch hitbox is to be able to pick a character up that might be on the ground Hmm. is, uh, is also important. 
let's see. Let's see. Her down tilt pops opponents into the air uh, diagonally. Follow that with a dash attack. Back air is your best bet for airborne knockouts, uh, though her up air is also effective. Uh, down air, which this we've seen this happen. Down air on airborne <laughs> opponents can meteor smash as well, but you better have an extra stock because it will cost you, right? Like yep. you can you can spike somebody, but you're gonna go with them. Uh, yeah, that, that that down air is strong, and it's it's. I feel like it's more consistent than the down smash to. Uh, to do that dodge attack that can lead to a to a back air meteor smash, but uh, it's uh, it's definitely harder to land that a little bit. I feel like, oh. and, but yeah, the 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 down the down air you need to make sure you are either back over the platform or have a way to get there. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a few matches where you've hit it accidentally and just meteored off the side, and I'm like, yep. see ya. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, okay. And then, uh, from the ground, your best bets, uh, for KOs are side smash, up smash, and flip jump into kick. Um, when guarding the edge, use paralyzer, plasma whip, and flip jump. So, so there you go. There's, uh, there's kind of your character breakdown of, of Samus. Just a few tips. Um, I think the main one, the main ones to remember are just that successful grapple um, down throw into forward or up air to deal some nice damage that could possibly KO if their percentage is high enough. So, and uh, we do have two videos, one from J tails and one from even matchup gaming. And those will be embedded in the show notes. So you can watch them right there. Just head on over to SB. I'm sorry. N64 josh.com slash SBC seven. So, I talked briefly last week about setting up the controller and, and you and I talked a little bit about this and I never really came to any like uh, final conclusions myself. I'm still kind of up in the air on this thing. I, I can see, uh, you know, again, I can see my weaknesses with the Mm -hmm. controller. One of the things when I'm playing with the GameCube controller and I'm doing shield, I I'm still trying to get down, not squeezing that analog trigger all the way <laughs> to where it clicks. Cause you don't need to right? Yep. it. You don't have to do that. And so uh, that's one of the things I've, I've been working on a lot as far as the controller goes. I haven't, I haven't pulled the trigger for lack of a better <laughs> term uh, on switching over to like jumping with triggers or anything like that. And I didn't hear from, from many people about this, but I, did you make any major changes or are you still kind of in the same, the same boat? So I, I hadn't really thought about it much until, until you and I were talking about it. And um, I had changed to be similar to the DS um, with, with grab and shield kind of being shield being uh, on my right hand side on the, on the shoulder button and, and grab being on my left hand side. And that was different from the just the the default setup on the GameCube controller. And I had I, I after you talked about putting grab on the the face buttons, I realized that I think, what is it? Not I don't think it's Y because I think Y is above A. So I think I put it on X um, as being my grab. Um, and I still find myself sometimes hitting uh, the left bumper. So I might revert and change that back to both 
left bumper and X being grab, um, mainly because I just use Y as my jump. I turn off um, flick jump. I don't use flick jump. Um, so those are my two changes, I guess, to the controller right now as it stands is um, tilt jump off and or flick jump off and uh, grab as I guess it still is uh, ZR and then also X. Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, if you guys really want to, like, the rabbit hole is deep. Get on Smashboards, just type in controller, uh, like, controller setups, and my word, it is, like, it is it is pretty crazy how how people like it because it i think it can even even boil down to the character that you play as if your character is a certain you know maybe they have x amount of frames when they do this movement versus this movement and you can you can um maybe avoid those uh, like save a couple frames by having it set to uh to tap jump versus just a button some people prefer it that way because they they gain a few frames, you know. I'm not there yet as far as you know, I'm just not. I'm not I'm not there yet. So I'm I'm not as concerned about it as I as I was. But I still would like to uh just continue on this subject. So, if you're watching this video on YouTube, let me know in the comments. How do you have your controller set up? Why and why do you like it that way? If you're listening to this and you want to just get into the into our Discord, let me know in the Smash server that you were listening to the podcast and here's how you have your controller set up. And if you're just on the show notes, there's a place for comments there as well. You can also like leave a message on the 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 post that goes on Facebook, hit me up on Twitter, whatever. There's there's a there's a million places to to hit me up. I'm just curious on how you guys like your controller and uh, we will read the responses on next week's episode. So, uh, for smash practice, we talked about this, but watching tournaments, watching high level play, watching streamers that there's a lot of pro streamers that, uh, that stream. Okay. One of the things that I really feel like I'm doing is being more intentional with my moves and less button mashing is taking place. You've been playing me. Does it seem yep. like there's a little more intention behind the moves versus just re- I felt like when we first started, I was jumping and dashing all over the place and landing mm-hmm. very like not connecting very often. Yeah, I, I, I feel still like I'm still jumping and dashing a little bit, but I feel like I also am doing it to set something up. So I feel like we there are ways to expand upon that. But yeah, I feel like both of both you and I have gotten to the point where we are trying to start play playing games with each other a little bit. And mm-hmm. you and I, we, we practice enough that I think we know each other's tendencies. So when, if we get on stream and we're, we're fighting with somebody else, then um, it's usually a little bit different and people, I, I can read what you're planning on doing a whole lot more than other people. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we talked a little bit about uh, how last week you had wanted to, um, start using flood a little bit more. And I, I called you out a little bit on, on Wednesday, having, having not been following through with that a little bit. So, and then how many times you, did I die when I started using flood more? That was, uh, that, I, I was able to sneak a few wins in there when you would uh, start charging flood when you were falling, falling back down to the, to the platform and, and didn't realize that you lost your jump that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that worked out great for me, but I mean, 
there were a few times that I was able to like get like push you back. From yep, and then that flood. can lead to your fireballs or a whole whole bunch of other stuff. And those fireballs still, I I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at predicting them, but they still sometimes catch me and and totally c- kill my momentum on getting back onto the map. So right, right. And that what's kind of nice with that flood is it's almost like a reset button to like like if they're pushing in a little close and you're like, well, that, this isn't this isn't how I wanted my next play to go. Pushing them back and then. And then getting yourself in position, you're getting myself in a position to be able to, okay, maybe I'm going to, uh, you know, go in for the grab now or something like that. Like it just, it really helps just kind of reset things. So it, it yeah, is something kind of I a, still want to get sorry, in more, but I'm just not, it's just not, uh, it's just not there yet. It will, it'll get, yeah, there. it's kind of like a safety net for you. If you keep it charged up, you can have it just ready to, to push me back if, if, uh, if something's not going how you, how you wanted it to go. Exactly. Exactly. And I still feel like one of my biggest weaknesses is just being a little bit too predictable. And it's, it's like, I think I said last week too, like, I feel like I'm, I'm wanting to get the muscle memory for certain moves. So I end up doing them like too many times, even like where it's like, if I'm, if we're, if we're playing a match to try to win, I almost need to switch the mentality a little bit versus yeah. like, yeah, cool. So sometimes even when we're, even when we're playing to win, we, we discover something new that we didn't realize and we'll pause and, and start, start messing around with something or especially when I was messing around with just random characters last week, um, we were like, Oh, I did we didn't know what this could do. And then we just were, we're playing around with numbers and seeing and, and having, it's almost like a better, better training tool option if we can see what those numbers are coming out like and and practice landing that move on somebody that can maybe even try to dodge or or fight back a little bit if more so than the computer can yeah there's been times that i'm like hey i saw samus do this try to do this like let's set this set this combo up for you you know and vice versa and so i would say the other thing is find somebody to play with that you're cool with them critiquing you 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 know, like they can see your, your weaknesses, your strengths, that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, plus it just makes for like, I, I don't usually just play games unless I'm streaming. And so like when, when I message you late at night, like, okay, I got a half hour that, that then's turn into an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like, it's just, it's fun. It's like a little bit of, uh, I feel like I can unwind a little bit and it's, and and it's relaxing but I really like like stepping up the, the smash game and seeing it, seeing it improve. So if you don't have somebody to play with, jump into our discord. We've had somebody posting from, uh, uh, across the pond at like 1 PM Pacific, 3 PM. Uh, they go by the name of, of, of P2, I believe. And I think they want to get on DS, right? And they're playing on DS. So, um, so jump into the discord. If you have, if you're, if you're only playing on DS and you're, you know, able to play around that time, like I guarantee this per I told this person, I said, Hey, keep, keep asking. Somebody's going to be there. There's, you know, there's a handful of us that are, that are getting pretty excited about this game, getting the bug. Some people bought three DSs just to be able to play, play this game and stuff. And so it's, uh, it's not as convenient as playing on the Wii U, and being able to jump into the streams that I've done and that kind of stuff. But 
uh, overall, there's all kinds of le- different levels. And I'll play with some guys like Nintendo David 64. The guy will ruin me time and time again. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I think I might have beat him once. And it was, I think it was with a character that he didn't, that he didn't typically main. And I may not even have beat him once. I, I can't, I can't remember. So, but, you know, he's, he's a guy who's been playing forever. Him and his brother played forever. Like it's obvious they, he's got the, he's got the practice in. And, and so I've been able to learn a lot from him. And, and like I said, we've had all different levels of people playing, but find that sparring partner, find somebody that you can message and be like, Hey, let's, let's get some, let's get some matches in. That's been, who, it's been super helpful. Who's, who's, who's our resident, uh, Wii U fit trainer or our, or we we fit trainer uh, silver um yeah i can't remember his full his full twitch name but he goes by he goes by silver and yeah just we fit trainer just just wrecking <laughs> with with we fit trainer and so it's uh, and he, and he's and he's set up tournaments i think in college he's got plenty of of just competitive uh background there a little bit so Shell shock was lurking Silverstone. There it is. Silverstone 14. Go. That's his, uh, that's his Twitch. So, um, cool guy. And what's up shell shock. Thanks for, thanks for hanging out, bud. You got it. You got to do it now. Yeah. Oh, shell shocked. He, uh, shell shock's got some matches with us too. He's a, he's a, he's a duck hunt main and, uh, yeah, don't, don't mess with that guy either. So it's, it's a ton of fun. Find somebody to spar with. It's super important. And, uh, and again, if you have tips, for us, please like write us, you know, you can shoot me an email info at n64josh.com. Hit me up on Twitter. My DMS are open. Like the whole point of this show is to be able to, for, for, for us to improve as smash players and to help you guys improve as well. And so I want to be able to give you guys the best information out there. So if you have things that they're like, Hey, I, this is the way I practiced for, you know, I trained like Rocky, you know, like, let, let me know. I want to know what that is. Did you have eye of the tiger playing in the background? Like whatever it is that gets you, gets you hyped and gets you, uh, but a good practice routine is important. Like what that might be something that we try to, to try to put together. Like what does a good practice routine look like? Is it sitting down for a half hour with, uh, with, uh, with a bot that's not moving just so you can practice your moves and get, um, get better at that. I know one of the things that I see a lot of really high level Mario players doing is they're able to, it looks like from a standing position, do their back air almost immediately as if they were moving for like, as if it was a, a forward air is what it really looked. And so that's something that I've been trying to do with like being able to turn Mario around quickly and then uh, just ever so lightly tap that jump and then be able to come in with a, with a back air. It's super tough. That is yeah, not, and I, th- I think that's one of the things is just learning that the different pressure on the button, especially like, I think you and I were talking about like, uh, uh, for, uh, Ryu, I think he has a whole bunch of different sets just based on how hard you press the a attack. Right. So, Three I mean, different. He learning, has learning how hard to press. Yeah. Light, medium and heavy is what they call it in street fighter. And that's how, that's how he plays on the on switch as well so okay well i got one last thing i do want to start talking more about like uh the local tournament scene but i got a uh i got 
a friend of mine from the stream known as half thumb to gamer wrote me on Facebook here and it says, uh, of course I have a tournament tip. I was in a tournament that Nintendo put on back when smash bros brawl came out. My tip is to get all the details you can, um, get all the details so you can be prepared. I made sure to contact them and find out which controllers they were using since brawl had a few options and, um, and, also found out if every character would be available. What I found out was that the Wiimote sideways was the only choice Ooh. and only starting characters would be available. So I practiced knowing this and in the tournament made it to the semifinals. Others there said they were thrown off because they couldn't play their, uh, couldn't play their main. They normally play, uh, and they normally play with a GameCube controller. So, so there you go. If you're doing, if you're getting into the local scene, find out, if uh, if they have any kind of weird <laughs> weird rules anything like that i'm sure most of the time now it's going to be it's going to be you know a gamecube controller uh pro controller or that kind of stuff yeah. but but you never know if they're like no everyone has to play with side we remote sideways like yikes you know you better get used <laughs> to that quick hey, nobody wants that no no i don't i don't believe they do so <laughs> So that was that. I am going to be talking with some other people soon. We are going to try to get more guests on here. If if you are a uh, a Smash player that that has played local tournaments and you have a decent microphone, hit me up on Twitter at n six four Josh. Like, let's see if we can get 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 more people uh, interviewed and just talking about the game and giving some tips. That's what this is about. It's about it's about community. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. Crawler, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me in Josh's Discord. Um, I also I have a Twitter. I don't use it to its full potential, um, but just Nightcrawler seven two four, Nightcrawler without the e. Um, and yeah, you can find me there. Awesome, awesome. And like he mentioned, uh, Discord n six four Josh dot com slash Discord. Jump in there get some get some matches with us if you play more than smash you play mario kart splatoon that kind of stuff rocket league we got a lot of people playing games so it's uh it's it's a good time it's a good time uh the music you're hearing right now is the metal melee theme you can check out the full video at n64josh.com slash metal melee that is a direct link right to the youtube video so go check it out if you want to get yourself a free book from audible go to audibletrial.com slash sbc also, the gaming chair that I'm sitting in is from OPSeat. Go to OPSeat.com. Check out their chairs. Use coupon code N64Josh to save $10. I've mentioned it a few times, but the show notes for this episode, N64Josh.com slash SBC7. And if you guys want to follow me on social media, my Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, Snapchat, and Vero, it's all N64Josh. That's where you will find all of my content. I do have another podcast called the Nintendo Powercast. You can check that out on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, and this show, also available iTunes, hopefully Spotify soon, Stitcher, Podbean, and Google Play. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us live. Shellshock, Nevermore, Life Size Luna, anybody that's lurking, you guys are awesome. I appreciate it. And uh, I think that's it, bud. Thanks for joining me. No problem. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you later. Take it easy.